let me ask you a question. Why the hell do people keep getting married? You know what I mean? Isn't anybody looking at the stats? What's it like, three out of four marriages go right down the drain now? People, if you were going skydiving and they told you three out of four parachutes weren't gonna open, you'd be like, yo, forget it, I'm not going. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. Robert Frost said, two roads diverged in the wood and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you, you can't do it. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. This is Breaking Norms, a podcast dedicated to topics like following your dreams at all costs and the pitfalls of societal norms. And now, discussing everything from online dating to the horror of having a real job. Here are your hosts, Noah Groniger and Clint Schweitzer. I'm Clint Schweitzer. My partner, as always, is Noah Groniger. And today, we are taking you down the lonely street of dreams. You heard Robin Williams put it so eloquently in our intro. Two roads converge in a wood, and I took the road less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. We're going to be talking about what has made the difference for us and why so many people um, don't wind up pursuing their dreams, whatever that may be, because Noah's stats show us that 98% of people never follow their passion and that I guess that leaves us in the 2%, they call them 2%ers, people that kind of risk everything to follow their dreams and follow their passions and that really has made all the difference for us, hasn't it? It really has and uh to think that it's been eight years. Eight years ago, we started a podcast in your basement. We knew we wanted to talk sports. We knew we wanted to have our voice heard. And we, more than that, we wanted to be part of this world. So we knew it couldn't just be us. We wanted to bring experts in from the world of sports, former players, and that's where we started. We got some former Chiefs on and just being connected to that world and hearing their stories and being told that we're asking the right questions, we're asking great questions, and to hear other people online and social media say, I love that interview. You guys are doing a great job. I mean, that's just everything to us, building this and living our dreams. And we knew that we had something and we just had to keep building onto it. And it's been an eight-year journey and we have done so much, whether it be documentary films, building our own websites and moving into the entertainment world as well with our Save by Nostalgia podcast. We have done so much and it's just going to keep growing. And whatever it is, the experiences that we've already had, we've already lived our dreams. No matter how much this grows or what it turns into, I already feel completely satisfied with what we've done. Yeah, it's completely intoxicating. And it's something that I knew as a kid that I wanted more out of life. I I just sort of had this sixth sense about me. I always feel lucky about that, that all my life, I've always kind of been really observant to things around me and seeing how people live their lives and how the decisions they make sort of impact them and their future. And as a kid, I was so infatuated with just music and sports and movies that I knew I wanted to do something in that realm and knowing, of course, no idea what it could lead to. You know, we've been working together for eight years trying to make our dreams, you know, into a reality. And that's really already happened. Three documentaries. um, I mean, a year and a half ago, we 
completely quit our jobs, went on the road to the SEC and went to a different game each week filming and, and just had this amazing journey, making connections, meeting people, meeting just thousands of fans, being entrenched in, in, in that culture. It's stuff that I would never take away for anything in the world. And I think, Noah, that so many people, like we, we've talked about, 98% of people never have the opportunity or don't have the wherewithal to follow their dreams. And they say really that there are five reasons why people don't do it. One of which, Noah, is change. I mean, people fear the unknown, and that right there is going to lead a lot of people to just sort of living a generic lifestyle. Yeah, it's scary to go out and try to live your dreams because what if you fail and then you've got this hanging over your head like, oh, I went out there and now I can't do what my dream was, what I wanted to do. And so people don't even try, which is sad because you have to try. You have to go for it, have no great regrets uh, when you leave this world. And no one should be living a predetermined life. Just go out, find your mate, get married, procreate, get a job to provide for that family and call it good. There's more to life than that. That's what everyone does. If that's what you want to do, if you want to follow down that path, that's fine. But that doesn't mean you can't also set aside some time to figure out a goal and a plan and achieve some dreams. You can have the family and achieve dreams. It's not one or the other. So living this predetermined life with this family and saying, that's it for me. That's my dream. Are you lying to yourself that that's your dream? Because that's what every single human does for the most 98%. Yeah, and I've always said that, you know, people shouldn't be defined by other people around them. You look on Facebook, so many people have their kids or their baby as their social media profile picture. Um, people almost are defined by their wife, their husband, their kids. And I never really wanted to be defined by someone else. Like I wanted to be defined by me and what I could do and what I could do for the world or the creativity that I could, you know, impart on others. That's sort of how it always was for me, never wanting to be defined by someone else. But another reason no people don't do it is confidence because let's face it, it takes a whole lot of self-confidence to decide to pursue a dream. It really does. You have to have the confidence to in yourself to be able to go out there and know that, hey, I've laid this plan out. I'm going to take this chance. I'm not going to be scared. I'm going to take risks and it's going to be okay. Like I have the confidence in myself to do what I know how to do and love to do and the things that I don't know how to do that are part of this achieving the dream. And I'm going to learn along the way and I'm going to be able to make it. And I'm not going to set this goal that I'm going to be rich and famous. That's not what this is about. It's about living your dream, however small, however big, and just taking steps and new adventures, exploring new things, having new experiences. That is living your dream. It can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be this grandiose thing. Oh, what if I don't make a bunch of money at this? What if I don't become rich and famous? What if I don't become the number one in the industry of whatever it is that I'm going out to achieve and do? We've had all these experiences over eight years and yeah, we're still trying to grow this into a self-sustained thing and we've gotten close before COVID-19 took over but we're going to keep going after that and trying to achieve that. But right now, as where it stands after eight years, all the experiences we've had, we have lived our dreams and we're going to continue to do that. I do think that people either think they are not capable of pursuing it or they don't think they deserve to live it. Because I, and, I, and it makes me really sad because I think a lot of people's lives, just whether it be uh, their parents or having you know, troublesome upbringings or you know, maybe going through the wrong relationships, have already 
put them behind the eight ball. So there are certain decisions that you make or certain things that happen to you that don't allow you to have the best life that you possibly can. And that's really sad. There are people that are so kind of trapped in the lives that have already, that have been created for them or that they've created for themselves that they really have no chance um, to get to that next level. And that hurts. It does. And just speaking to that, I mean, I've had relationships where the girl asked me like, hey, are we going to get married? Like, let's get married soon. And I was like, we don't have money for that. No, there's times where there could have been a baby, like she could have gotten pregnant. And then I wouldn't be where I am today. Like if I had a wife, if I had a kids, if I had a family, I don't think I would have been afforded the opportunity to quit my job in 2018 because I'd have to, a family to provide for. I don't think I could have been able to quit, quit my job and go out and make this documentary and go visit Marty Schottenheimer and present our film to him and have him just crying and grabbing his wife's arm and her leg and leaning over and whispering thank you to us as tears are streaming down his face and saying, you made my day, you made my week. And it's just things like that that just make me feel so alive the creativity and giving back to the people that gave so much to us. Marty Schottenheimer coming here to Kansas City really got me into football, got me into sports, got me going down this path. And so I sat there and I told him, like, I know you said thank you to us, but I have to say thank you from us to you because if not for you, I may not be here. I may not have gone down this path. So being able to give something back to those that have given so much to us feels so amazing. Of course, another big reason, Noah, is society. This podcast is about breaking societal norms. We're talking about following our dreams, being, you know, one of only 2% of people that, um, that do that. Believe it or not, society has a huge impact on how we live our lives. So society sort of determines so many things about the way we live, whether it be the car we drive, the kind of house we should have. And society sort of pushes people, I think, into these situations and that to me is really unfair. I've always sort of looked at the other way and I'm not what I would consider a follower. I consider myself more of a leader and doing my own thing. So society's never told me to do anything. I'm not going to, you know, do that just because that's what is societally you know, acceptable in society. No, absolutely not. My family always wanted me to just go get a good job, whatever that was. They didn't really sit down and like, what's your dream? What do you want to do? And I said sports and they're like, what about a PE teacher? I'm like, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Not like, but that's what I went to school for because that's what my, I just didn't have a clue as to what else. I was like, the only thing I knew of in sports was sports center or a news anchor or newspaper writer. Like I didn't really want any of those. I wanted to be able to have my own voice, my own opinions and, and my own thing. And I didn't know that this was a possibility back then. So my family's just like heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, uh, work at a bank, uh, go get a business degree. And I'm just like, no, 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 like you're not getting it. This is societal norm stuff and I cannot be a part of it. And I feel like a lot of people are just like, yeah, that sounds good. That'll make uh, $60,000 a year and I'll be able to provide and live on my own and uh, have a nice uh, condo, maybe a studio, maybe my own house. And, and that wasn't for me. I had to set my own path and my family was against it at the start because they didn't understand that they have always gone down just the societal norm path. Just my dad was a cop and, but he had a family and that wasn't paying enough. So then he just got shuffled into this job at Sprint and he were, ended up working there until he retired recently. And so he had a family to provide for. And so that's what he had to do. And I know, I knew when I saw that, like I could not go down that same path. I had to go down my own path as troubling as that was for my family. 
Well, family and friends and uh, the fear of failure are kind of the last two reasons why people don't wind up pursuing their passions. Um, and the idea also, I think that to add to that is a lot of people don't really know that they have a passion or they don't really have a dream other than what's in front of them. Like I said, people can be defined so easily by what's on the surface, the people that they're around, their wife, their husband, their, their children. So what else is there in the world? I just would employ anyone to take that step to, to look past what's in front of you and to understand that there's more out there. So, you know, the fear of failure, obviously we have that in all aspects of life, whether it be relationships or careers, there's a chance you can fail, but not doing it at all is to me the biggest horror. I mean, a quote that I always, I, I always really just look down on this is, is the quote from Les Brown that said, for a lot of people, a known hell is better than an unknown paradise. That to me, is, I couldn't be more farther from that. Helen Keller once said, life's a great adventure or nothing. I identify more, more implicitly with that quote than I do a known hell is better than an unknown paradise. To me, absolutely not. That's not what life's for, man. No, it's not. I, I sort of get it with the anxieties and just uh, going into the unknown can be scary. New situations, of course, can be scary. But just think about the just massive amount of regret you're going to have if you don't go for a dream that you have, if you don't take the time to find out what your dream is. If you're just like, I don't have a dream. My kids are my dream. My family's my dream. Like, I, that can be a dream, but like, your dream for you, not this family, not these kids that is society says is everyone's dream. That's what everyone should want. That's a path that everyone goes down. Your biology and society are put, shoveling and pushing everyone down that path of kids and marriage and find your mate and get a job to provide for that family. That's the easy route. That's what everyone's being pushed towards with your family saying it and society, television saying it, movies saying it. That's just being force fed down your throat. So take some time, try to step away from your family. If it's for a day, for a few hours and really sit down and jot down some things. What is your dream? What are your goals for you? This is your life. I know people like to attach themselves to their family, to their spouse, to their kids. They're my world. But when it comes down to it, when you break everything down, this is your life. It's you and in yourself. And so I would say do not constrain yourself with a prescribed lifestyle. Enjoy all that the world has to offer. Explore, discover, take risks, step outside of your comfort zone. Humanity was not meant to be placed inside of a box and shipped from birth to death. Do not live the status quo. That doesn't mean becoming rich and famous. We've talked about that. Just find your passion, set goals, achieve things that at one point you did not think possible. And that is living your dreams. Oh, I've had so many conversations with people over the years that talk about, oh, you know, how they could have been a model if not for this life circumstance or they just weren't willing to take that risk. And, you know, I totally get it. And I would never sit there and tell anyone that, um, you know, that your wife and your children aren't as important as you deciding that you love um, collecting, you know, Beanie Babies or growing tomatoes in your backyard. And so that's what you just have to start doing and forget the rest. It's not about that. But there is a balance to life, even if you are saddled with a, uh, you know, a family of your own and you, it's certainly not over. There's things that you can do. And I think a lot of people are able to hopefully find that balance. But, you know, we always talked about how so many people don't quite, they, they can't fathom 
this lifestyle of ours. I mean, that's, that's the world. That's life. All, it's different strokes for different folks. But there are people that are in the 98% that can't even understand what it is that someone like you or I do that, you mean, you didn't get married. You don't have kids. You do interviews with athletes and musicians and you're sitting backstage at concerts. Like it's so foreign to them that they cannot comprehend what you're even saying to them. No. And they're like, wait, you put yourself first. Like that's selfish. But I feel like they're losing themselves inside of this husband or spouse in the kids and the family they've lost themselves they're living for other people and not living for themselves of course you live for your family you do your best for your spouse for your kids and for the whole family unit but you cannot lose yourself what if you and your husband get in some horrible fight and it's a divorce and he's gone what if you and your kids get in a fight and you're estranged for several years or maybe forever who knows what goes on in some of these families but then you're left there and you're in a dark room and it's just you and yourself, and you've given your whole self, and you've lived your life for these other people who are no longer there, then what do you have? You have nothing. It, this life is between you and yourself when it comes down to it, brass tacks, bare knuckles. It's stripped down to its simplest form. It's you and yourself. You cannot lose yourself and your family. You have to still have a part of yourself and a part of your life that's just for you. And that's what we're talking about. Stepping outside of your comfort zone and living this life for you, finding your dream, finding your goal, and going out there and making it happen. And part of this dream for us, which has been eight years in the making and has involved so many different things and aspects and filmmaking and interviews and making connections with people that all have kind of gone outside the norm and lived their passions, lived their dreams. Someone like you know, Patrick Muldoon, who's, uh, you know, in his 50s now, he's an actor that we've had on our um, Saved by Nostalgia podcast. He was on Saved by the Bell. He's um, a great friend of Denise Richards. They date off and on, probably dating right now as we speak. He's in his early 50s. He's never had kids. He's never been married and has lived this life that, and he's not some famous actor. He's not Tom Cruise, but he's sustained his career in Hollywood. He has only himself to provide for and look out for because everybody... It's always just the, the common go-to, even in crisis. Okay, you've got COVID-19 going on right now in the world. And everybody talks about, I've got to provide for my family. I've got to, in any other situation, I've got to protect my family. Like, what if you only had yourself? Does, is it just because you have to have a family? Do you come out of the womb predetermined to a family and that you have to raise kids and have a wife and do nothing for yourself, but protect them and raise and provide for them. I don't see it that way. I never saw life that way because you are your own person. And to me, all around me, so many of the decisions that people make that are detrimental to themselves and people around them, whether it be relationships, the people they choose to be around, having, you know, something that you can't control necessarily, having a child with someone that becomes a toxic person in your life and you're stuck with that person in your life forever, whether or not that you, of course, would never take away having the child with that person. You're never going to want to give that up. But the toxicity around the people that you're around, and I see it so often, and they create so many barriers around them, and they put themselves so behind the eight ball, like I mentioned earlier, and that is where I, I, it really is hard for me and why I've always been sort of feel like all my life just trying to dance around landmines as to not put myself in that position. 
yeah, I've been in uh, relationships or dating girls that uh, I've told what I do and, uh, oh, well, uh, at one point still living with the, the parents and living this dream. I'm trying uh, to do this podcasting and making films and, and I, I've got this job and they're like, well, you need a better paying job and I'm independent. I can't believe that you still live with your parents and you need to break free from that and get a better paying job so that you can move out and uh, forget this dream. That's dumb. Like, what are you doing that for? Like, why don't you go out and uh, find a high paying job, work at a warehouse. Maybe you could get on at Ford and make 60,000. Like, and I just had to get rid of all that noise and that negativity and them not understanding. They think being independent because they were forced to in the situation that I'm talking about because they were estranged from their parents and they were forced to be out of the house at 18 and, and fight to survive on their own. And, and uh, so they're taking shots at someone out here who uh, is, has the support system of their family and trying to live their dreams. So yeah, you got to get rid of that negativity, that uh, white noise that it should be to you and just block all that out and fight to live your dream and find your passion in this world and live it to the fullest. Yeah, it's something that we've really subscribed to, and I hope that you guys have um, enjoyed some of our conversations. We're going to do a lot more um, topics like children and families. We're going to get into that more uh, in long form down the road. We just hope that uh, you've enjoyed kind of some of our topics. We've talked about um, stuff like online dating, jobs, and we're going to get into a lot more because you can go vote on our topics each week on our uh, Breaking Norms Facebook page. So we definitely hope that you'll do that. Noah, as we kind of put a ribbon on this, eight years of working together, eight years of going through the ups and downs of trying to kind of run your own business and doing that in a way that is, has provided so many moments of just pure joy. Like I said, it's an addiction when um, you finally find what it is that you're meant to be on this world for and that you're able to pursue that and you're able to be in that world. It just makes everything else seem so non-important because you're in conversations and in, in daily life about things that are so mundane, people talking about getting new cabinets put on. And whenever you're in our world and you're out there and you're, you know, backstage at a concert and you're talking, you know, you're talking with a rock star like Ted Nugent about um, his life and his trials and tribulations. It's like all that other stuff just seems so boring. I can't live in that world. Like we have created this path for ourselves and we are entrenched in this world and I couldn't be more thankful for it because not everybody gets to do it. Not everybody will do it. I mean, there's a reason. We're the two percenters, 98% out there are going to follow the herd and kind of just do what the world tells you to do and what your internal, you know, your internal voice tells you to do, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, any conversation that I've had out there in the world, just I can pinpoint to being at a Mizzou Pro Day. And uh, at the time, uh, linebackers coach Jim Hazlitt, uh, he was with the Bengals at the time. We just had a simple like 10 minute conversation with him. We asked him for an interview. Uh, he didn't want to do an interview at the time. He had to go quick and uh, he was there just to scout and be out of there. But he did just sit there and talk football with us for 10 minutes. And that was just one of the best conversations I've ever had. Just sitting there talking football with this coach who and he played in the league and uh, coached, uh, was coaching in the league and just sitting there talking with him. We've gone to dinner with former Raiders uh, safety, George Atkinson, and that conversation was probably the best conversation I've ever had in my life. Sitting there talking football, having dinner with a player who played for the Raiders in the 70s, won Super Bowls, coached under John Madden, was in the backfield with players like Jack Tatum, I mean, having that conversation, talking about the game today, I never felt more alive, more engaged in the conversation than I was right there. And so that's what this is all about. 
It is, and we hope that you will subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify, any way you choose to take in your podcast. We've got your back. We're going to be coming at you with a new topic next week, which you can vote on on our Facebook page, um, Breaking Norms Podcast on Facebook. So be sure that you do that. Uh, we'd like to hear some feedback. Do you vehemently disagree with us? Those of you that um, are in wonderful family units, I applaud you, and I would never... And either one of us would ever try to talk down to you. But if you have a rebuttal, if you heard something that offended you, let us know. We always are up for a little uh, conversation, always up for some feedback and um, even some pushback. So thanks so much for joining us here on Breaking Norms. We will be back next week.